friends. Welcome. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest Legends of Tomorrow episode, which originally aired Thursday, April 14th. We both write for Pure Fandom, and we have a lot to talk about after this week's episode. You can check out some of the other articles and reviews, as well as a bunch of other awesome writers over at purefandom.com. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter at GenDev, and he's Brad ZB. Sometimes we do live tweet different shows that we like. Uh, we try to do it for Legends tomorrow if we can, and we're definitely going to do it for 12 Monkeys, or I am. I'm definitely going to do it for 12 right. Monkeys. I was out there last night for Legends of Tomorrow, somewhat. Yeah, I was at Trivia Night. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> also, make sure that you follow at Pure Fandom just to keep up to date with the latest articles that are coming out from those awesome writers that we told you about. Also, be sure to check out the Facebook group and just let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing or reading about. So this week's episode was 111, and it was titled The Magnificent Eight. Just not the Magnificent Seven, like Yul Brynner, but like The Magnificent Eight. Right. I caught that one, but I still loved it. It was great. Oh, it was great. And you, do you know who directed this episode? Do you know? I know, but why don't you let everybody else know who did it? Thor. Thor. Thor directed this episode. Now, it wasn't the um, Norse god, but it was a guy named Thor. So I thought it was awesome. Oh, so uh, it wasn't the thunder god. No, okay. no, no. Unfortunately, no. Um, it was directed by a dude named Thor Fordenthal. And he did a really good job with this one, so I was happy. And the episode was written by Greg Berlanti and Mark Guggenheim. Let me see the short synopsis of The Magnificent Eight before we jump into it. The legends travel back to the old Wild West and gain the aid of a true legend, a morally ambiguous gunslinger with a penchant for danger, Jonah Hex, who has been battling outlaws and gangs and happens to know a thing or two about time travel. What? Yep. Hex warns the legends to be extra careful in their journey to the small town of Salvation. And with a name like Salvation. It's always a bad idea, Salvation. Yeah. It's like Promise and, you know, was it, you know <laughs> some other names like that. Yeah, there's always some shady things going on with towns with names like that. Yeah, like Hope. Sh- yeah, Hope. Yeah. So, to no one's surprise, the Wild Wild West was a Vandal Savage free zone. And that was totally fine with me. It was awesome. Honestly, I don't know about you. I am ready for that storyline to end and something else to begin. Like them just traveling through time being chased by people. It's fine with that, me. That would make me so happy. Uh, the previews for next week's episode seem to set things up for another Vandal-free episode. Good. But with that, that's the next episode. We'll get to that next week. But the next episode looks awesome. Right. This episode, man, did it, was it just me or did the entire cast seem like they were just having a lot of fun acting this one out? Well, this one was completely different from the other ones because with the other time frames, they kind of were still within something that resembled the life that they knew, right. uh, you know, modern times. This, they were in the wild, wild west and they had the wild, wild west clothes and met all the people and the gunslingers. It was just insane. I like the, the concept of the town, though. Yeah. How it was kind of out of place in time. That was cool. Um, that With the blind spots. Right. Yeah, I love the idea of the blind spots. The fact that there, there are places in time where the Time Masters have absolutely no idea what's going on or who might be there or what might be changed. I mean, there could be huge time ripples, but, you know, who knows? Because blind spots. 
See, but I'm still not actually going with that whole thing that it was a uh, total blind spot like that. So, you know, here's should I won't I won't jump right into this times travel conundrum that we had last <laughs> night. We always have time travel because I, I had it down for later, but I'm just going to do it right now. In this uh, whole place, Stein decides he wants to save this boy from tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. And we find out it's H.G. Wells. He saves H.G. Wells. So this is that weird time loopy thing. Okay, if he hadn't have gone back in time, who would have saved H.G. Wells? He would have died. Somebody would have saved H.G. Wells. But they didn't have the medicine. He, got, he used medicine that was not from that time to save him. But somebody else would have found that medicine. They did because H.G. Wells survived to give us War of the Worlds. Or was that part of the whole fact that he was destined to go back there anyhow and oh, save him? don't do that to my head. Stop it. And it's stuck in a loop. Or. This or, is not 12 Monkeys, man. Or. I know it's not 12 Monkeys. But or. Is there another section of our like one or two or a couple of the Time Masters who really aren't against what Rip and crew are doing, but they're just kind of. Secret agents in the Time Master organization? Well, I think they would be cool with not blatant changes. You know, not huge, huge ripples. That's a huge ripple. If if H.G. Wells would have died, that would have been a huge ripple in time. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Eh. Eh. <laughs> you know, H.G. Well, let's go back to this part. The, the overly amusing fact that uh, Stein has gone back into time to save H.G. Wells, mm-hmm. who goes on to write a the time, uh, sci- the time machine and, you know, about time travel. We and would never have Back to the Future Part 3. Exactly, because H.G. Wells is who started writing about all this stuff. <laughs> you know, Island of Dr. Moreau, the, uh, what was it, the, the Invisible Man, and uh, um, War of the Worlds, and, you know, yeah. all this stuff that he wrote, that would have been a big thing because that affected a whole lot of people i wonder where he got the idea from now uh see that's what i'm saying he, chicken or egg chicken or egg what came first that's that's what i'm saying see, but i'm telling you it's it's the same thing we talked about with 12 monkeys it, somebody else saved him previously what's happened now it's that huge ripple where that person no longer was the person that saved hg wells so that person's life has been affected but not so much with hg wells and it's not all this has happened before and will happen again no Battlestar Galactica. Okay. No. All right. But yay. So say we all. <laughs> say we all. <laughs> okay. So what we did get in this episode was a kind of sort of origin story about how Rip got his coat and six shooter laser pistol. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I really never thought about it too much until this episode. I, I didn't either. I just thought he was that weird dude who liked walking around with that, um, the long trench coat. He just said, this is my look. Take it. Um, exactly. This is what I'm doing. Because basically the team all pretty much wear the same thing that they usually wear. Right. They yeah. all have their style, and I, th- I just thought that was his choice. Right. He said, you know, I was thinking about some, like, Roman outfit, but then I figured, no, let me go Wild West. I like uh, that they later said he was addicted. Yeah, exactly. And that was the, cool. He got the same way that everybody else did when they were stuck. Well, mostly Ray. When he was stuck Ray and Sarah. Right. Oh, yeah, so Sarah did go... Sarah did go down the uh, dark hole there for a while. Oh, yeah. She went way off the, was it, plantation? Reservation. Yes. Yeah, Time. we all want to get away from the plantation. Way off the wave rider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we're introduced to Jonah Hex. That was fantastic. 
I really enjoyed this character. I loved how much that he knew they were from the future right off the bat. And for those of you who don't know much about Jonah Hex, the man doesn't have any superpowers per se, but he's just amazing shot. And I think in one of the comic books, he actually shot Batman, if I remember right. So he's Batman. Yeah, he beat up Batman, basically. So he's like the Wild West version of Batman. Or Deadshot. Yeah, true or Deadshot. So actually, if you're not catching it, he's done some own time traveling into the future as well. So mm-hmm. he knows a little bit about people who stand out. Yeah, you guys aren't from around here, are you? No, not at all. It's a bar. They get into fights. It happens. <laughs> oh, of course. The, in any Western, always expect for them to end up in a bar and then for a brawl to happen. But not before a certain young lady out drinks a certain huge dude. Right. That was awesome. Well, the last time they were in a bar, they were drinking and had started to fight. And actually, last time they were in a bar, it was Sarah's fault for starting to fight. No, it wasn't her fault. She just, it was the big guy's fault. She just finished it. Well, yeah. But, but there were ladies involved in, on both occasions. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you caught it or not, but in the eight minute during that bar fight, the Wilhelm scream happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there it is right there. <laughs> I do think that we are missing quite a bit between Jonah and Rip. Definitely. Enough that I really think he's going to show up again. He has to, really. I mean, Rip named his son after the man. He needs to come back, and we need a little bit more something on that one. I was glad to see him, and like you, I think he definitely needs to come back. Anything that helps flesh out Rip even more as a character, it makes the show better. Because right now, he, Rip, for the most part, he fades into the woodwork while people like Heatwave stand out. Like, Heatwave has just huge personality, right. while Rip is just there. Right. I, he's, I, he's the driver. He's their chauffeur. Exactly. That's all he is. I mean, Gideon has a bigger role sometimes. Yeah. Like, we couldn't even count on him to give out the correct rules for time travel. No. I don't even think he knows them. And for me, like, when they were talking about, oh, yeah, let's just go check things out. Like, he should have been saying, no, everybody stay in your room. We're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. It's like, we won't cause any trouble. Yeah. Sure. Stein even knew that was a lie. Yeah. He, yeah. And then who goes and causes all the trouble? Stein. He starts it. Yeah. He did say, well, with this group, it's going to be a problem. Right. He did. He's, but he's talking about himself. But it wasn't really his fault. He was being a gentleman, except that part where he was helping H.G. Wells and messing with time. Right. I honestly, I think uh, Stein's side story could have been replaced with more Jonah instead. I would have been happy about that. Yeah, because it was kind of just out of nowhere. H.G. Wells, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, okay. I I actually thought Jonah was going to be more of a main character than a supporting character. Well, like you said, maybe we'll see him more. I hope like, so. Like well, that was just our first introduction of him. Right. I totally hope we do. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, Jax. He didn't have the greatest role in the episode. That's okay. He needed a break. Well, he had a break. He was all tied up for half the episode. Yeah, so he needed a break. And, you know, the one moment that he did have, mm-hmm. what happens? Jax, what's up? Y'all better stay the hell away from us. Calm down, Jefferson. It gets still calmed down by Stein. I mean, <laughs> seriously, dude. Really? Well, he does have a pretty hot temper, so. Well, he, he was on fire. Yeah. He was burning it up. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, the Firestorm duo, though, every week, one of them gets in trouble. But they're entertaining. I, that's that's what they're there for. <laughs> so you want to talk about my favorite part? 
Let's talk about your favorite part. You know how much I love my Hawk staff? Now, at the beginning of the season, I was so excited because the, the most familiar characters to me were the Hawks. And so the fact that Kendra has been so disappointed and then, then Carter kind of died, that was super disappointing for me. And then when Kendra and Ray started to be a thing, I was like, oh, yay, let's do that. Yay. And then last week when we saw the, the, the flashbacks with Carter, I was like, oh, no, 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 Kendra Ray. I, I like Carter again. And so this week we got to meet past, past Kendra or whatever she's called. What, what was her past name? Grumpy old Kendra. Grumpy old Kendra. Yeah, she was grumpy old Kendra. She was going to shoot them. So, yeah, she gave Kendra some really great advice that I think she should follow. I don't really think it was really great advice. I do, because Kendra does not have all of her memories. So based on what um, grumpy old woman told Kendra, they have loved other people besides Carter in the past. And we, we, we discussed this already, and we knew that this was a fact. But what we didn't know is that what happens, it always ends in tragedy and heartbreak. Like, she can fall in love with somebody else and love them deeply, but it's always going to end badly for that other person. Right. So it's, basically... They, they can only have Carter. So, But basically, older Kendra just told her that your life is futile. You'll never be happy. Just accept it now, and you're kind of screwed. Yeah, basically. Because she said every time, you know, you meet Carter, then... Not Rip. What's his name? Vandal Savage comes. Like, just go kill Vandal Savage, please. Already. And then go find Carter and get married and go have babies. Well, but she and has, let Ray go do the same thing. She can't. She has to die to meet her Carter. Not necessarily. Then she's still ripping off another Carter who hasn't been born or she's got to time travel and find another one. Not necessarily. As we've seen with grumpy old Kendra right there, there's a Carter somewhere without a Kendra. Right. And, and she can travel in time and she can find that Carter. And actually, earlier in the episode, she talked about those flashes and she said she's going to go find Carter. She thought she was getting those flashes because there was a Carter around. So I don't think she's as committed to Ray as she says. I don't know. I thought that Sarah did kind of, you know, give her some advice on that one, though, and say, you know, give Ray a chance. You don't yeah, have give to. Her a, give her a chance. Ray's had two years. And I, I feel cheated a little bit. That they had two years to kind of fall in love and be together, but we didn't really get to see that. Right. I, I don't really feel that for them. They're cute and sweet together, but I, I don't feel any really deep connection for them, unfortunately. Okay, see, I'm it's, all I'm I'm good for them. I, I need I need Ray and uh, Ray and uh, Kendra there to keep it up and get to go keep everything there. I'm good with it. It's just setting I'm things happy. up for when Carter comes back. Unfortunately, it's setting things up for another CW uh, relationship love triangle. crash. Oh, God. I love C- triangles. CW loves love triangles. Yeah. I actually boycotted CW after Gossip Girl went away because I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't need to be watching any shows with love triangles. And we got away from them for a while, but then they brought on the superheroes, and I was like, damn. <laughs> so what can we do? Yeah. Ooh, love triangle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, it's right. not a but, superhero. It's uh, kids in the future. Yes, it is, with powers, and they can fly with wings. Well, I was talking about the 100, but, you know. Oh, yeah, them too. There's a lot of triangles on that show. Oh, God, there's a square. It's octagon. <laughs> other things. And then they all stop and freeze and die, yes. unfortunately. Because uh, it's the 100. The only thing that I had an issue with was the older Kendra was, I, she was very grumpy. I mean. She was very bitter. And, but, uh, like, just think. She's lived all these lives. She has all her memories. She had her Carter. She lost her Carter. And she's been in hiding. So she's had all this time to be by herself and bitter. 
Well, no, 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 no. She did fall in love with somebody. She probably fell in love with a couple of somebody's, but they all died or it ended very badly. Well, and she you has know. memories of all the other lives where that also happened. Well, sometimes you just got to strike out and do something different. Yeah, but she's been doing it for like a couple of thousand years. Well, you know, there's always a chance. You know, people play the lottery. They don't win all the time, but there's always a chance. Yeah, Just I don't saying. think the odds are in Ray's favor, unfortunately. No, this isn't, you know. It is the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's time travel Hunger Games. Yes, may the odds ever be in your favor. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Ray is unfortunately the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. <laughs> Let's talk about Ray for a second. I, I adore Ray, but he, he's he's killing me with being, he's he's too cheesy sometimes. He like goes the Western lines. They were too much. It was this line right here because you know remember last week he was Doctor Hannibal Lecter. Oh God! And this week he's Howdy. I'm Re- John Wayne. <laughs> it's that it's the delivery that kills me. No, I, I'm Ray. No, no John no. Wayne. It, the way the thing that was too much for me, he was talking about getting along little doggies or something like that. I was like, stop it, Ray. You're too into this. Quit it. Yes, uh, he had no business being there whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, heat wave mm-hmm. or heat? Yes. Are you ready to talk about that? Because uh, I'm, I'm with you. Let's talk about it. All right. So heat wave. A couple of weeks ago, once we found out that Cronus was actually heat wave, and then he got thrown into that cell, you were like, "Oh, if this happens, and you know he's going to be rehabilitated, it needs to take a couple of episodes. Otherwise, it's going to be too abrupt." Mm-hmm. All right. So here we are. I don't even know how many days it technically it is later, but it's not, it hasn't been four episodes for sure. It, it's way too soon. Like exactly. he, he's on their side. He's working with them again. And like all the stuff, all the crap, like he's been angry with them for hundreds of years working with the time masters. Right. So all of a sudden he's back with them and it's like nothing else happened before. It's, Except he's, he's smarter now. Oh, and he, he knows things. Yes, which he's is awesome. smarter. I mean, even he tells Rip, you know, I'll watch after him when we go into town. Yeah. Like, I, he's the one. Like, old Kendra, old old grumpy Kendra, I expected that for a couple episodes. Right. Something. Or at least, you know, I would have almost been fine with it if they would have been like, we've been on the run for the last three weeks. We're going to sit down here. Okay, okay, that at least gives me a reference of how long it's been rather than, like, you know, a day and a half since we last saw him. Or how about two months? Two months would be even better for me. Right, something like that. Give me a give me a good reference that you've that we've gone through a, a period that was longer than Mick beating up Snart. Yeah, and we can't ever do that because Snart's eyes are still black. Exactly, <laughs> and yeah, we know that, and he can't speak, and he speaks backwards. But what I thought was kind of funny about it was the fact that after when they landed and everybody was having time travel issues, Mick just wakes up and he's like, "Oh, we time traveled again." It had yeah. no effect whatsoever on him. Because he's been through it so much. That's what I mean. He's, it shows how long he was doing that. But and how far back he's gone. How far forward back he's gone everywhere. Yeah, because they said the um, further back you go forward, the worse the symptoms are. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have any of those symptoms. He was just napping, basically. Right. And even uh, Rip got up and said, wow, I haven't been back this far in a long time. Yeah. So he had some issues, but not like everybody else. Right. He didn't have, you know... Certain issues like. Am I the only one who can't feel their face? I can't feel my. I better not say. I'm so glad he didn't say. <laughs> Some sometimes Ray is too much. Yeah, sometimes Ray shares a little bit more than he should. Another great fight scene. 
they're doing really well in these fight scenes. And I know we talked about this at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. when we first started. Like, how are we going to have all these people in the scene at the same time? And they've come into this with this really great work of getting all the characters in the scenes and flowing around. I mean, the production of it's really great. Oh, definitely. Snart makes a perfect little outlawish good guy. I would really love to see Jonah and Snart together. That would be an interesting show by itself. And Heatwave. And Sarah. Right. But well, I, everybody I just, but Rip. Yeah, well, everybody, <laughs> everybody at Ray, yeah, and Ray, or Rip. I had to say it was kind of interesting that Rip was upset about Stein saving H.G. Uh, Wells. But then again, he didn't have a problem with going out and killing other people. Of course not. Yeah, because, okay, we're good now. We can kill these other people because, you know, who are they? I don't know. Was that Bill Gates' great-great-great-great-great-grandfather? Could have been. Oh, he got very excited about that. Ooh, I just taught Bill Gates' father, and he's going to learn stuff from me. Yay! Or they built all these robots because of me. Mm -hmm. No, they didn't. Hushies. Yeah. But we get to the fight scene, and this is where, um, for those of you who didn't miss it, uh, Mick killed a guy, Rip killed a guy, and Ray killed somebody. Yeah, that could have been Neil Armstrong's father. What are we going to do now? Right. It, it was it's kind of subtle because... Great, he, great, great, great grandfather. It could have been somebody. I mean, it was subtle because Ray was miniaturized, but he like went right through the guy's body and, you know, out as hard as Sarah's beating on him. So Ray is, you know, he's a killer now. Don't let him think he's a good guy. He'll kill you in a heartbeat if he thinks you're bad. But um, bum He's got an evil, evil set. Oh, I just caught that. <laughs> Man, I even said it and I'm slow. <laughs> right after Mick stabs the guy in the neck, I guess with his knife, he takes off his helmet and, you know, the guy lets him know that they've done it now. The Omega Protocol has been issued and the Time Masters are releasing the Pilgrim. Dun, dun, dun. So first we had the we had Kronos, then we had the Hunters, and now we have the Pilgrim. Seems like the Time Masters have a lot of bad people in their employment that help them fix time issues. Yeah, we didn't even get to see the Hunters. No. Well, that was the three of them. They just got killed off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was them. We didn't, they weren't much. They just had they outfits sucked. on. Yeah, they weren't very I good mean, at Hunters. I mean, at least Kronos kind of... He kind of kept up with it. Yeah, Kronos was like taking everything out and did stuff. And these guys show up and they get their, uh, they just get beat. And that was it. That seems so easy. Right. And, well, it's almost like the Time Masters aren't actual masters of time. They're more like the uh, Time Messer-Uppers of time. Now I thought that was our group. Oh, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe them too. But I mean, anyhow, coming up after the Pilgrim, we're going to have the Wanderer, the Rider, and finally the worst of them all, the Lawyer. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, no. Okay, so. But I thought it was cool that the name of the it was Pilgrim, and then they had a John Wayne reference in there. I huh. Pilgrim. <laughs> Get along, little doggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be older to get that reference. Yeah, it does help. Or you can go to YouTube. That too. So the episode ends very interestingly. So, like you said. They find out that the pilgrim is going to be on their tail and something called the Omega Protocol is in effect. And then we see a kid on a hill watching a house burn. Can we all guess who that kid is? Uh, Snart. Heatwave. Ray? Heatwave. (laughs) Heatwave. There's a fire. He's an arsonist, a firebug. Yes. He looked like he was enjoying what he was doing. Yes. But then that chick was behind him with a gun. Right. Do you think he gets it? 
Dun, 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 dun. Probably not. Possible. I mean, well, they already fake killed Heatwave before. They could possibly do it again for real. Well, that's what they said. The Pilgrim would go after them. The Bil- Their younger the Pil- selves. As younger selves. Pilgrim is the uh, evil woman. Second one we got now on the show. Yeah. Way And even the evil women are way eviler than actually Vandal Savage has been. Totally. It's, it's, well, at least they get better airtime. So, yeah, kill them off when they're young. That's some time ripples right there. That's some effects. Totally. But I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing how she, de- how she deals with Kendra. I don't think she's even going to get to Kendra. Because to get to her younger self, she'd have to go all the way back. She doesn't Otherwise, really... you get into one of her incarnations, and it doesn't matter. I don't really think she has to get to Kendra. She has to get to... She would need to get to Ray. And well, not well. She could get to Ray, but she more or less she would need to get to Mick, and probably Sarah, and Rip. And mm-hmm. I think if you took out those three, even if you just took out Mick and Rip, well, you're I guess done. maybe Rip. Rip is should be the priority. Rip is the one that pulled them together. Right, but also if you took out, but if honestly, if you took out Mick, I mean that's a big one right there because Mick teams up with Snart, and without Mick, Snart would have never went to the time thing, and you know it's the whole, and then Cronus would have never been around. So there's a whole thing, but it seems weird that they would want to take out him since that may mess up their time. Man, my head's on hurt if I think that one out. I am so confused because in some cases things don't get really affected by the time ripples. Nobody disappears like in Back to the Future if something in their past changes. But now we're talking about the Omega Protocol is going to erase them out of the past. And that's why Rip Hunter... No, she can't go after Rip. Because Rip Hunter is not his real name. Remember in that episode where his wife was in there and they were talking about Rip and everything is an alias? So that nobody can go back and erase them out of the past unless they find out his real name. But if they're Time Masters, the Time Masters probably know what their real names are. They probably don't. Like, it's a fail-safe. Oh. I'm going to change my name to something really cool. Make it a fail-safe. Bradwick. Bradwick is your safe name. <laughs> That's my safe name? Shh, don't <laughs> tell anybody. Oh, no. No, you have to change it again. Okay. Oh, crap. Right. <laughs> Thor. No. No. Loki. Moki. No, not Moki. I said Loki, dude. Oh, oh I thought you said Moki. <laughs> All right. So, what else you got on this one? Uh, that's about it. I'm just, I'm super excited for next week. It's awesome. And like this week, I think my favorite scene was just them walking in the street, like Magnificent Seven, uh, what's it called? Tombstone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Corral. Like just that whole vibe. I love it. Doing the standard walking. Everybody take up the whole entire road as we walk down it. They all look cool, but like, dudes, can you not be conspicuous? You're all together. You're completely and totally strangers to this town. Of people, of course, people are going to notice you coming into town right. together. Eight of you, exactly. Yeah, and taking up the whole road, otherwise known as the Walmart Isle Walk. Yeah, and depending on what year it was, um, the fact that Kendra and Jax were around. Yeah, like should they have been there? Uh, or no, they were black cowboys. So yeah, it depends mind. on where they were in the country. We didn't really catch that part. Yeah. Yeah. Well. If you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both have a lot of different articles there, and there are a ton of awesome writers on the site filling it up with amazing fandoms. Again, be sure to check out our other podcast, which you're going to record soon, Sci-Fi Rewind. And don't forget, we'll be covering 12 Monkeys when it returns next week for its second season. 
we actually have a recap podcast out there now that you can find over at purefandom.com. Right. And if you haven't or you need to refresh yourself on the season, you can check that out on Hulu. They have the whole first season on Hulu for 12 Monkeys. Awesome. So we'll be back to discuss the next episode of Legends in a week after they have the awesome episode with the Omega Protocol. I can't wait. Yep, I cannot wait for that. If you have a favorite moment from this week's episode or an idea what name Ray might use next, hit the comment section below and let us know. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah, that'll be his next alias. Oh, Balthazar will be his next alias. Gotcha. Springsteen. Springsteen. Okay, bye, people. Bye, guys.